how did we get off? Like, how did this happen? Are we talking about a male or female? Oh, but does it matter? Somebody did say to me once, though, you're just like a demon, we just can't call you one. <laughs> does it feel like we're just like stretching? To, like, like looking for loopholes in a sense. You get demoted, you work your way back up. <laughs> What do you get demoted to? Janitor? You're a greeting. You're on the greeting team. <laughs> okay, welcome back. What 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 welcome back to the next installment of Pewology, ladies and gentlemen. Um this is our show. What is this show? This is our show Not Safe for Church? No. What's the other one? Uh, not safe for church. Two, the loophole. revenge. <laughs> this is loophole. <laughs> loophole. We're gonna put this in loopholes because this really is a loophole discussion. This is a loophole discussion. You guys down with that? Let's down. But then it always turns to not safe. To not safe for church. Yeah, that's because you guys. That's because be Juan might control his mouth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. This 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 knucklehead used somebody's name last week. We got to go through there and beep that out. Unbelievable. What happened was. <laughs> mm. He's literally gossiping on a recording. Not gossiping, trash talking. <laughs> slandering. Slander. Slandering somebody on the recording. Oh, God. I did ask for forgiveness later okay. to my Catholic friend <laughs> at the church. <laughs> That's probably true. I, okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, tonight, uh, I spent some time with the adults. I know you guys were all doing different functions in the church, and God bless you for doing that. Uh, first, let's go around the horn real quick. Okay. To my left, my ginger brother from another mother, um, my man Anthony. Anthony He's got a better yeah. beard it's, than me. It's Anthony. I was I was looking at text. Oh, you got a okay. better beard than me, and that is awesome. <laughs> I thought I'm he was googling on. your name. No, but he he, yeah. he lit, like look how thick that thing is. Yeah, it's nice. I know that people in the podcast can't hear it, but here, I want to oh, rub my, my face on that. Oh. You can feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Ever then, so gently. Then my young brother from another mother, Grayson, who, what did you not know? He didn't know who Kenny G was today. No, That's you didn't. Really? I do it's now. Like, Kanye no, West. One, Kanye West introduced him to Kenny G. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Have you heard the new Kanye West album? No. You haven't heard no, it? No, no, no. Oh, man. You need to listen. It's, it's actually good. really good. It's, really? I, gold. I don't even listen to rap, and I think it's pretty good. Really? I got to yeah. catch it. Yeah, it's pretty good. You got. You really got to check it out. I've been listening to podcasts lately. But you got, I mean, this is worth a Spotify really? listen. Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. That's good. Yeah, that's good. All right, then my uh, my albino friend from DR, that's right, Wonton, so good. And new addition to the podcast tonight, my friend Austin, who is from East Tennessee. That's right. East Tennessee. <laughs> no nickname yet. No, we need a good <laughs> nickname for Austin. <laughs> a good nickname for Austin. Hmm. I mean, Dolly Parton feels oh. disrespectful. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it feels disrespectful. Oh, my God. We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. Austin Parton or something. I don't know. Mm. Okay, so tonight I was talking to the adults, and I was specifically talking about um, these two guys who have become high-profile examples in modern uh, Christian history, and by that I mean this last two years, 18 months. Um, two guys, one, a worship leader and songwriter, prolific worship leader, songwriter, Marty, I think the last name is pronounced Simpson? 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 
Samson. My bad. Samson. Marty Samson. Pretty close. I was close. Marty Samson, and uh, who's a worship leader for Hillsong, and has come out in the last year and said that he is, uh, I think the actual words were, I'm losing my faith, and then when describing Christianity, said, I am no longer a part of that. No way. Yeah. And wow. then the second one is Joshua Harris, who wrote a, who was a Christian pastor, um, some would argue a mega church pastor in uh, the Maryland area, who had written a book in the 90s called I Kiss Dating Goodbye, which was a, a purity-based book moving Christian young people from the dating scene to a courtship model. He then, uh, about two years ago, uh, did a documentary rejecting everything that he wrote in the book, then divorced his wife, and then also abandoned the faith. So these two examples of a preacher and a songwriter and a worship leader um, who have uh, walked away from the faith. Dun, dun, dun. That's a Debbie Downer, huh? Debbie Downer. Um, What do you think, though? I mean... We we spent some time kind of batting this around tonight from just a whole bunch of angles. What do you think about it? Have you have you heard of this? This it sounds like this is the first time you've heard this. I do. I mean, it's it's more common for me to hear like people like almost like you know people that I know um, either walk away from the faith or not wanting to anything to do with organized religion. Okay, and, you know, and and things like that. Um, but I, you got a bunch of people in your life that walked away from the faith. I have people that start doubting and 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 calling um what we practice uh, hypocrisy. Like, okay. Like for example, like my sister in law tells me, like I see posts from my Christian friends, and it all just sounds like hypocrisy. You know, they put all this little pretty posts, but I know what their real life look like. Oh, uh, okay. You know, so I have people like that. Like when I when I talk to my nephews, like when they were visiting from New York, I'm trying to tell them they're like, oh, so what do you do? Like you go door to door like a Jehovah Witness, and I'm like. No, no, no. And then I try to explain to them what my faith is about and where, where my trust is, which is in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm I there's some parts of me that have changed through him. I'm like, but I'm still me. You know, like if, if you take me as an example, I'm, it's it's I'll always fail. I'll say that's not where my trust lies. My trust lies in, in Christ and right. what he did, not not anything that I've done. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh so that kinda Gets them interested. Let, 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 let me just go slow here because that's interesting. Like, let's go back for a second. So your your sister in law looks at somebody's post and says, "I think it's hypocrisy because they're posting this like Christian meme or phrase or whatever, you know, some Christian God reference." It's, it's but not, their life doesn't it, match up. Like, what did they say? And like, well, it's, they're saying it's they're bashing. like kind of a mess. It's bashing, mostly bashing, or like, oh, if you don't do this, you're going, you know, you're not. Oh, so man. they're being judgmental. Like the yeah, post the, is being. The judgmental. post is like it, uh. it. It's not meant to be judgmental. Like when she sends them to me and I read them, I'm like, okay, like I can see where they're coming from. It's coming. I can see that it's probably coming from a good place, but I can see for somebody that's not a Christian, it's it not sounds judgmental. It's not attractive. Oh, okay, like it's not something that would be like, hey, I want to be a part of that. Okay, you know what I mean. Got it. Anybody else got some friends that have abandoned ship, walked away? You're out. You got some friends that are out. Yeah, I do. I, I have a friend, uh, and he was a he was a senior and I was a freshman in high school. He's kind of like a role model in my high school because he was like part of the worship team. Uh, he's like a Christian rapper, made like Christian rap music. You know, he was like he was a cool kid. On he the, sounds awesome on the sports teams. Yeah, cool yeah. guy. And then he uh, 
like recently, like maybe last year or this year, which for listeners, that's like five years ago. <laughs> so, and like after five years of me knowing him, he just like, he proclaimed like, he says like he disagrees with like Paul's theology. Like that's like oh. what he says. He like disagrees with the Bible. He thinks the Bible's wrong. He says like, he's pretty much, he he posted this the other day. He said, it's funny how the demons left me the second I believed they weren't there. And for me, it was like, for me, uh, what I thought that in that moment, I said, uh, I was like, I didn't say this, cause, but I wanted to really bad. It's like, Weiss. well, normally you like leave your job when you're finished doing your job. So, like, <laughs> yeah. once Maybe demon, the demons won. Once the de- exactly. Once yeah. they made you think they weren't there, they, I think they accomplished their goal there. Yeah. What was that movie? The the greatest trick that they ever played was making the world believe it doesn't exist. Yeah. The, uh, what was it? The Usual Suspects. Yeah. Yeah, good movie, by the way. God, it's a good movie. You seen Usual Suspects? I haven't seen it. Oh, Excellent. gosh, man. I got a list of stuff <laughs> yep. I need to get you to watch. <laughs> yeah. You know what Can't he told me today? To you. you know what he told me today? What? He hasn't seen Forrest Gump. Oh, no. What? Oh, what? Yep. Oh, my I am exposing oh, my gosh. Come on. Shame. <laughs> Shame. 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 This what is a- unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? Oh, my gosh. You got to see that tonight. I mean, literally. You'll cry like a baby. You will cry like a baby. Is he like me? (laughs) (laughs) You'll love it. You'll love it. All right. (laughs) How about you? You got friends that have gone? Oh, my goodness. Where to begin? Really? Um, Dude, I went to Bible college. Oh, yeah. Everybody gives out after that. Everybody's out. Bible college ruins faith. Yes. It really does. Um, Like a really good friend. I still talk to him, like, probably on a bi weekly basis. I, I keep in touch with him, but. Um, he lives in Jacksonville and, uh, we played in a band together, you know, for worship and everything. And, um, you know, really good. We, we kept each other accountable. You know, we were good brothers in Christ. And then, uh, last time I went up to Jacksonville, he was like, yeah, I don't believe in that stuff anymore. He's, he said, I've outgrown it. And I was like, what, what do you mean outgrown it? He's a super saiyan. I was like, thanks. He evolved. Uh, you know, <laughs> but he, he's like, I've totally embraced uh, Buddhism now. I was like. What? Eh? Me it, too. And All the Buddhists, I think, are liars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Wow. No, I think the Buddhists are liars. I, I've never met a Buddhist who truly knows what they believe. Oh, mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. They really don't. I've never met a Buddhist. Yeah. Where do you go? Do you know what the highest virtue in Buddhism is? I'm not going to say it. You might have to censor it. Oh, geez. oh my goodness! What? If you say tantric <laughs> or some weird thing about sex, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> and we've slipped over into not safe. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Seriously? No, 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 no idea. Because here's the thing: if you ask like a typical, like especially at, like these, you know, I went to a yoga class and now I'm a Buddhist Christian, you know, mm. former Christian. I just want to punch them because I'm like, you don't know what you're getting into. No, because yeah, the right. highest goal in Buddhism is to be unattached to what. Anything Everything. or anyone. Yeah. yeah. So you cannot you cannot desire a relationship. Can't you I mean sex is out, relationships are out, anything's out. The whole idea is to be happy in yourself and to be completely unattached from anyone or anything. That's only so not to own anything. You're unattractive. Not to be in relationship with anybody, all this stuff. It's like 
Are you kidding? I'm like, get out of here. You're not a Buddhist. You went to a yoga class. What's wrong with you? Get out of here. Yeah, it's pretty much what, He doesn't do yoga, but, you know, he yeah. just, he's sort of questioning, Which you know, the weird. validity I, of the I scripture, gone, all this kind of stuff. I have but. gone to yoga, but, like, what the guy, what the guy, the, whatever we're saying, he doesn't tell you to, like, it's like whatever you believe in, focus on that. Which I found really cool because he wasn't telling you like focus on what is like whatever you believe in, whether it's like whatever that may be, whatever your 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 being is, you like focus on that. Of course he did, because he's like selling yoga classes. He's I, like what, <laughs> whatever you want to believe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what it is. Come Come on, man. It's just like I if you believe in Mickey Mouse, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, focus on that guy, right? I mean, uh, come like, on. Jesus. <laughs> 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 you got people that have left the faith yeah absolutely yeah. um and in mine actually mine comes from bible bible school too um i think you have this group of people um especially incoming um freshmen um they get a little taste of theology and then all oh, of a yeah. sudden they feel like they know everything and so mm-hmm. i can remember um very close friends of mine we would sit and have these round table discussions like we were some deep and um, very, very, just very intelligent theologians. Um, and, um, it's those very, some of those very people, um, that have almost like thought themselves out of the faith. Mm. They've, you know, searched quote unquote for so much truth and dug through the scriptures and mm-hmm. feel like they've reached some sort of enlightenment that I don't have. And they've stepped away from the faith. Out yeah. Of that. Yep. yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that when you said like your friend said he like grew out of it and you said yeah. what you just said, I feel like that's that's the main cause that I've seen of people leaving it. It's like they feel like they've grown out of it. And yeah. I, I like that interests me almost like the more people learn in college, like college in general, not just Christian college, like yeah. college in general, there are a lot of Christian kids who like stop believing in college, you know? So, I think there's two things that are going on with that. This is my opinion. Totally my op- opinion. Um, but I think kid, kids that leave like the nest they leave home, they leave uh, their church, they leave their community, and they go off to college and get a taste of like real life. I think what typically happens with guy with guys and young gals going off to college, um, especially secular schools, secular schools sounds so stupid, whatever university. Um, I think what happens is they their lack of faith actually gets exposed. And so what happens is they go off to like, they're in, you know, whatever lit class 101. And the guy says, you know, the professor says, well, you know, all the Bible stuff is just, you know, blah, 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 blah. And made up. And they're hearing that for the first time. They've never really thought through their faith. They've never really thought through like their parents' faith, any scholarship. Yeah. It's the faith of mm-hmm. their parents. And it just gets exposed. Right. Mm-hmm. And in that, I don't really worry about it too much. Cause I'm like, you know, I think once you grow out of like the college phase, many times you come back and investigate your faith again. And, and yeah. I think there's a resurgence there, but, um, I think Bible college can be the devil because I think the difference in Bible college is you, what happens is you got, you got young people going off wanting to go into some sort of ministry and you, and there's this great temptation to turn God into a subject. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's a book, and he's a subject, and he's a like something to be mastered. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, there's no relationship there, and you're you get you get four years of seminary or, or Bible college done, and you get these guys are dropping like flies because they've literally 
they've lit, whether they had faith or not i don't know that you know, you know we can discuss that another day but literally they're dropping like flies because mm. they've turned whatever they had with god into like an intellectual exercise and not yeah. a personal relationship yeah, that's it yeah, yeah. That's but i think it. we do that with a lot of things like um i was talking to a good friend of mine about uh, one of the things you posted on sunday where like i think it said if we make our testimony the center of our yeah of our something, I can't remember. No, if we make our, our life change. Our life change. The center of our testimony. Of our testimony. So I was talking that through with a friend, and I'm trying to explain to him. I was like, that's really stuck with me. Like, I've given it a lot of thought. I was like, because I remember there was a time that I was, like, trying to dig so deep and trying to understand things that are beyond my understanding yeah. that I almost, like, I almost walked away myself. Like, I wasn't sure. Yeah. And it was to that, like, point that I was like, okay, I have to submit to this to know that I'm not going to understand it, and it's not... Anything that I can do that is all Christ. Like, that, it took some real submission to that. But even as I'm talking to him, he's like, oh, that's Calvinism. I was like, that has nothing to do with Calvinism. Like, that's literally saying, like, it, 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 you can't focus on you. The focus still has to be on Christ and God. And he was like, well, you know, what if an addict, you know, uh, is able to overcome that through Christ? I was like, awesome example. What if three years later that same addict falls? Does that mean that Jesus failed? Yeah. No. So that's what it's trying. Like I think that's what it means. You can't put the focus on people because we will fail every time, you know. And I, I, I was like, I think that's why even like that's why Paul focuses so much on like, oh my gosh, like the things I want to do, you know, I don't do, and the things I don't want to do, I do. And it's like this, this, this subject keeps coming up again that we, we fail, we will fail, we will fail. But as Christians, what we try to do is like, oh, look what Christ did in my life. You should try to get this too. As opposed to like, look what Christ did on that cross. See what he can do for you in your life. Right. You know, those are two very different things. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. So but that's, I think that's why people, in my opinion, I think that's, what, that's why people end up leaving the faith because they try to get so technical into theology and what they think saves and doesn't save and what really save is. And they keep moving the bar and they keep moving what, what terminology means that it gets to the point that either they walk away or they make people around them walk away. Yeah. What 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 do you think though? Let's go back to these examples here. Um, because the questions that I was asking tonight were tough questions of this group. I was saying, look, you know, do you think these guys were actually saved and then walked away, right? They're out. Do you think they were saved and then out? Or do you think they were never really saved, and it just took a long time for that to get exposed to them. And a hush falls over the crowd. Yeah, that's <laughs> a tough question. question. I don't. I. I. I I'm never. And if you have another option, please let me know. No, I know. <laughs> if there's if there's like a C I, that I'm not aware of. My my opinion on things like that is, uh, I don't. It's that maybe their journey's not finished yet. Like maybe they okay. So you would think maybe they yeah are saved, and they're just going through a season of doubt. Like you don't know, and they believe maybe they've fallen away, but maybe God isn't done with them yet. Yeah. So like like because I I I, that's another thing that I've been focusing a lot of is timing. We're focused on on God on on our time because we're here and it's our time, you know, and we focus on that. But I remember like when I first started coming to this church, Right. right. Uh, and I was I, re, I was thinking about that from that same past uh, thing that you posted because I was I remember being in a in a in a small group, and at that time, uh, Yasmin and I had just gotten back together. We were working on things. I was on fire, and to me, like that was my testimony. I was like, look what Christ did. He got us back together. We're working on things, and fast forward seven years later, and we didn't make it. So what does that mean? Like Christ 
Christ fell through, but I do see still his redemptive work in my life as I fail every day and he's still working through me. So when I see something like that, it, it might be a season. You never know. Like God has to be stronger than anything that we can calculate. So you don't know what's, what they're going through in real life, what struggles they went through, what they've seen, and, and where, what's God still to do with them. What do you think? You think you think they were really in? Then they were. What's your suspicion? I don't. <laughs> it honestly, you know, this kind of stuff is, is it's it's getting kind of personal for me because I have family that's doing stuff like this right now, and you know, I've it, it's it's rough because I'm, I'm I'm wondering, you know, because they're they're kind of abandoning yeah a little bit, but I'm I'm kind of hoping it's just. We just don't season. know. We just don't know where they're at in that season of the yeah. walk, or you know, were they just faking it for twenty plus years? You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it, that guy on the cross at the last minute that Jesus was like, "I will see you." You know, yeah. you don't know. And and the thing is, I I don't like to say it's this or that because to me, I'm like passing a judgment there, and mm. I don't I don't know their heart. I don't know what's in their mind. I don't know what God's doing. You know, um, I leave it up to Him on that. You know, I guess. Let's all die and find out um, when we get there. What do you think? I, I, I like feel bad answering because I'm such a young kid that it like, <laughs> like me. <laughs> For me, I do think you can fall away from the faith, and the reason I do feel that way is because if you couldn't, I don't think the devil would still try to throw things at me mm. if I was saved. So, if I was saved, why would the devil even try? Because mm. I'm still going to go to heaven anyway. So. That's my opinion. That's like a really simple answer. That's why I feel no, like a weird. No, it's thing. a it's a good it's a good. That's like my though. opinion at this point in life. Yeah. But so, do you think with these guys that they just fell away? I think yeah, I think they fell away because I think I think you can accept Jesus into your heart, but I also think you can deny him too. Mm. And it's also hard to accept too, like the stuff that they wrote. Mm-hmm. the The dating book, I'm not I'm not on board with that. I thought that was weird. Um, but the music. Like his glory appears is one of my favorite worship songs of all time, and to know that that guy wrote it, um, it bugs me. But at the same time, I'm like, he's got to be in, <laughs> you know? Like no, he's, he's saying maybe he's out. Yeah. Well, I'm saying maybe he's like, you know, maybe just falling away for a little while, oh, okay. but he's coming yeah. back. You know? he's, like, he's on high. Don't level. call it yeah. a comeback. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna Michael Jordan that thing. He's gonna Michael Jordan. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Oh man, I have so many jokes. Okay, <laughs> there are so many things I want to say right now that are inappropriate. But I'm, oh my god, avoid it. You're welcome. I set them up every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, oh, I hate this question. Uh, just because the, the tradition that I came out of, um, we would immediately say, "Oh, I can't say we." The the tradition I came out of, they would say immediately, "Well, they he was never saved to never begin saved. with. They were never they were never saved to begin That's with." That's mine. Right. Mine too. Yep. And so I, I struggle with that because I, I I feel like I can't discount someone's experience with God um, when it when it happens. Like for instance, you know they're writing these this this music or they're writing this book, and um, I have a really hard time discounting what they experience with God because I can't I can't I wasn't there, so I don't know anything about what that is. Um, so. For me, I would like to think that it is that they have fallen away and that maybe the Lord's not done with them and this is a season of where they don't know where they are, what they're doing, and the Lord's going to draw them back. And and uh, But at the same time, I struggle a whole lot because um, when I read the Scripture and, and, I, and, I, and I look into the Scripture, it, it concerns me because I'm like, gosh, is it possible that they're just like, 
just out. Um, but I struggle with that. And so I don't have a good answer. And so what I default to um, is that I'm not God and he is, and he knows what he's doing. And I can't, mm-hmm. regardless, I know that we can be like, we can judge people's fruits and we can be like, hey, this person has this fruit, you know, whatever. But as far as like, you know, anything else, I don't, I only know my personal experience with Christ. Right. And so whatever's going to happen, in, 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 you know, happens between me and him. And so I can't be like, this is, I can't say this is the judgment on this person because I don't know what their experience is. Well, I think this, um, I, you, I know maybe you guys haven't had the benefit of actually reading the statements, but I've read these statements a couple times and I, I don't want to quote any of them to you, but I am, I am very intrigued with what, 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 and, and, and granted this is a little bit of re- reading between the lines. It's not exactly what they said, but I, I am, I think I'm being faithful to the, the, the context of what they're saying and the way that they said it. It sure does feel to me when you hear these guys like rejection, so to speak, or, what would you call that? Like uh, rebuke? Well, not a rebuke. What, what would you call that? Mm. Abandoning. Abandoning of mm-hmm. the faith, mm-hmm. right? That it feels to me that it's hard to tell. Are they really abandoning God, or are they abandoning their experience of mm-hmm. the faith community and their experience in faith? Does that make sense? Well, what's the so one they're you they're abandoning religion, not God. A little bit, but you know, like, okay, so for instance, right, think about this for a moment. No one, none of us, even here, none of us have a relationship with God that is completely devoid of the the human relationships, too. We do this together. Right. We're in this together. No Christian does faith alone, truly alone. My father does. No, he really doesn't. He doesn't talk to anybody. I know, but he, he just does. You know what I'm saying? Like we, <laughs> I know we listen to other people. We read other people. We, yeah. we're, we're, we worship with other people. We, you know, saying we do life with other people. We walk with people. And it feels a lot like their rejection is more of a, like a commentary on the current state of Christianity versus maybe the, the God question. I, I, I have the suspicion that if you sat down and went, go, you went, hold on. Let's back all the way up to like, are you saying there's actually no God that they would start to like backtrack? Yeah, backtrack a little bit. And that's actually happened. They they actually set out some other statements and said, Well, I'm not saying I fully have abandoned God, but I'm in the process. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm, on shaky ground. It's on shaky grounds, yeah. the word they use. And, and and I think that when you really think about what they're really saying is I've been in they're insiders, they're Christian insiders. They're one of the biggest bands in all of Christendom. And he's a megachurch pastor. And I think when you see the inside of the inner workings of professionalized evangelical Christianity, that there's an underbelly to that that can be very distracting and can be very human and broken and ugly and people in it for the wrong reasons. And there can be material reasons and financial reasons and all these weird things that I think over time can weigh on you and become a huge distraction. And let's face it, in my opinion, I know not everybody shares this opinion, but I believe the church has not done a good job of engaging certain sects of the popular culture and world and how we're going to reach and extend grace. And I think there are, you know, when you look at modern Christianity, there is 
uh, hate and bigotry and yes. anger and judgmentalness and ugliness in it. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think if you get wrapped up in that for too long and there's – that you can confuse the two. You can confuse God with the system instead of God being above the system. Does that make sense? Because the system is always going to be broken. It's never going to be perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I don't know. Part of me looks at it and goes, eh, I'm not sure these – I think these guys have rejected their – worldview of God, which has been shaped by the system, not God himself a little bit. I'm, I'm wondering if they, if they won't have a moment where they come back towards maybe it's a week, maybe it's a month, maybe it's a year, maybe it's five years, maybe they're 80 and they come back and go, you know what? It wasn't God that I was rejecting, but the system's a disaster. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm wondering if that's what's going to be. I think that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe they, and maybe they'd be sitting here going, "No, you're full of it. I'm out, bro. I'm out." You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but I. It just feels like the door's open there a little bit. Like still, it's cracked open with the whole like, you know. Maybe they had a shallow view of their faith as well, too. That's true. Yeah. To begin with. To begin yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they they didn't really like they get challenged on certain beliefs and they don't understand the deeper parts of their faith, yeah. and so they're like. Well, you got me. And then they start thinking about that, like, I must be wrong. And then they go, well, if that's wrong, maybe the whole thing is just bunk, yeah. you know? So, because uh, I, I deal with that all the time with like my students and stuff. They ask me questions like that and they go, well, I don't believe in God because of, you know, such and such things that I've learned in college because they come back to me, you know, and toss me when they, they hit. And I'm like, well, here's the thing about that. I've had those struggles too. And let me tell you the answer to that thing right. uh, because you have to dig into it. You have to look for the answers yeah. for it. Um, it is interesting that um, in uh, Samson's statement, he literally does that. He actually mm-hmm. says that. He actually that. goes and says, you know, you know, ministers fall and God sends people to hell. And he, he starts asking questions that have been asked for a thousand mm-hmm. years. He says oh, nobody, yeah. he said nobody's he says talking nobody, about. Yeah, nobody talks yeah, no, about. Nobody I'm like, talks about everybody talks about the problem about of evil. <laughs> nobody talks about. I'm like, I'm like, dude, have you seen we, a Robbie Zacharias post? Talk about yeah, all the time. <laughs> about. I'm like, I mean, like, yeah. hello, there's whole versions of Christianity. That's all they talk about. There have been books and books and books and books written on every single thing that he talked about. Yeah. I mean, it's it's But he went back to it as if like it was fresh to him. Well, which leads me to believe, you know, what was was his experience with faith in general? Or it it leads me to go, I wonder if he was in a version of faith where the answers were so cheesy and so simple and so... uh, Yeah, that maybe they weren't, the depth wasn't there enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To really... You know, go ahead. For me, I would, I would struggle going on the tours Hillsong goes on and seeing the things Hillsong sees, and like, to to think he would have a shallow faith after experiencing all that, like the room full of like the presence of God, like a whole arena worshiping God, you'd feel like you'd feel God pretty thick in there. I'd imagine a, a few times, like yeah. more, like it seems like that would. That would strengthen my faith. If I, if Here, I was, here's my challenge to that. I've been at a U2 concert and felt pretty much the same way. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm not joking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever been to a U2 concert? Anybody here been to a U2 concert? I've seen videos. They're pretty They have pretty like impressive. a whole thing. He does yeah. like a whole God show halfway through that thing. And I got to tell you, I was like, Feeling Jesus right now. <laughs> 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 That's kind of my point, though. Like, yeah. With added worship, though, I feel like that would, yeah, you, okay. you would feel. I'm just, not, I'm not sure that. Uh, Kanye Sunday. Min- oh, sorry. I'm not sure that the emotion 
overrides the logic. Okay. So does that make sense? So yeah, even yeah. if you were in a setting and you felt the emotional tingle, right? If you're still haunted by the question of like, I don't know how to deal with the fact that God's sending up over half the world to hell. Right? right? That is, like, I don't know if there's enough Jesus bumps you can have to fix that for you. Right. And at least for him. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Definitely. We have to understand too the industry that, that he is in. And, um, but it, it, t- t- to be fair, it is crazy right. that he did it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he was like That's right, in these worship yeah. environments 20 years going, and the glory appears like the light of the sun. Cha-ching, you know, you're, cha-ching, cha-ching, <laughs> I'm out. Can you imagine that that whole time? Well, that's weird though. It, it, Can you imagine? But here's the thing. To be fair, just to be fair to the whole discussion, the Hillsong people, it's a different environment. They don't all make a lot of money. Oh, really? Yeah. Note to self, no more singing for him. That in Christian music is a very niche market. Mm-hmm. No, look, don't, don't be wrong. I'm sure he did all right. I'm sure that he did all right. If we looked at the finance, he did all right. But none of these guys are like Mm-mm. multimillionaires. Yeah. I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they were making a living, but that's part of it. They see themselves as missionaries, like mm-hmm. missionaries in the world in that way. So they're not, Which is cool. they kind of make a decision together to uh, share amongst themselves, to be like, it's it's for the, the work of the ministry. They see themselves as employed by the ministry. They're not, get, they're not typical artists. Yeah, if, what, I don't know if this is up to such a, like, what I find is that people are really cool at giving God control and saying that God is in control as long as everything that's happening is good. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the second yeah. that things go bad, it's really hard to be like God is in control. Like when something bad happens, it's like, oh, did God create evil? Or like, and it's like that. Like I said, like that whole overthinking. Like you know, with like you know, Adam and Eve. Well, if God knows everything, then He put Adam and Eve knowing that they were going to sin. Like, why? That's a valid discussion, though. Yeah. That's a valid addition to this. Yeah, because that's why. Like it's questions like that. You know, like they'll say like. That's one of the questions that, that I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I said, but I know that I don't know, and I'm not going to know on this side of, of, of heaven, and I might never know. Like, what does that have to do with what Christ did for me? But though, I, that's like one of the questions that gets asked the most. It's like, okay, so if God knows everything, and then he made Adam and Eve, then he knew that Adam and Eve were going to fail. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So yeah. He said, it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a surprise. So he set him up a failure, you know? But then he tell, he, he like, you know, his, his stuff. But, but okay. I know we're going down the rabbit hole here a little bit. But he, he did set him up with failure, but then you could equally say that he set him up for redemption. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, those are the things that people get caught up in. Tying it in. I'm saying, <laughs> tying it tie in, it, baby. I'm, I'm saying, tie it up. Tying it in. Like, the friends that I mentioned earlier, or the friend that I mentioned, he was, like, going through a bad situation, and that's what he was saying. Like, sometimes people leave the faith once they actually go through a bad situation. And kind of like what you're saying, like, you get your faith tested— you see your faith wasn't strong enough and you blame God that your faith wasn't strong enough. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I, I accepted you into my heart, but you didn't strengthen my faith enough to stay with you in this situation. <laughs> my friend said that the that the whole Garden of, of, of Eve thing is the equivalent of uh, of somebody starting a fire and then coming back with the fire thing, which would be like, I saved you. Here you go. You know what I mean? I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know what to say to that. You know? Well... I, I would say this, right? Like, and this is part of the reason I love, I love having these conversations, right? Because I think there's a benefit to sitting around talking about 
the stuff. I think there's a, I think this is what is lacking so much in Christianity, especially with young people in Christianity. They never have these conversations. They never think deeper beyond like John three sixteen, and it's like a yeah. disaster, right? But you know, I, I think what's interesting is the human predicament, right? So, what else? Let's pretend that it is exactly that that God created Adam and Eve with the foreknowledge that they would fail and that with the and with the knowledge that he would rescue them through a savior the whole thing the fire extinguisher illustrate let's say that's true he's God he can do what he wants yeah but set that aside think about humanity like how else would it work what else could have happened i mean in order to have free will there has to be the choice to sin we want the free will right and so how else could he have done it where there wouldn't been sin and problems and brokenness and disease and complications and, you know, yeah. murder and all these things? How else would he do it? Absolutely. Right? I mean, when you really start to look at the pot, you go, oh, well, I'm not really sure. I mean, we want, we basically want God to create a world where nothing bad happens, yet we still have free will, which would mean that we could choose something bad to happen. We're just not going to do it. That's like when we say, thanks, Eve. But like every day you go out and sin. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Eve. Yeah, like, like we would have done any different than yeah. they did. You know, no, like, that, thanks, Adam and Eve. But you, but that's the but you like. In fact, that's the whole point. Like I mean, not to be like a total Calvinist, but that's the whole point. Like that's Luther's. That's Luther and Calvin's argument is that that Adam and Eve were what they would call the federal heads. Right. That yeah. they were the representatives of all of us. That what happened in that garden would have happened with me and Kat, would have happened with you and Abby, would have happened with you and Stephanie, right? Like, it would have happened the same way. It didn't matter who he put there. Absolutely. Right? I, we were going to all do the same that. thing, and he was always going to have to rescue us, right? Yeah, I deeply believe that. Yeah. And, and, and in doing that, it somehow it touches the hearts of man, right? We connect with our Creator in that indebtedness to His grace. But how would we connect any other way unless he did this? Like, I don't know. Like, you start asking the questions like, I don't know. Tell well, me the other way he yeah, would have done it. Yeah. It's like it allowed for love to happen. Right. Because without that, there's no, there, there would be no choice, and then there's no love. And there's no love. That. Absolutely. Like, yeah. for there to be good, there because they would be, be like they'd be like, they'd be like automatons, just like robots programmed to worship God. Yeah. And that's not real love. We don't want that, especially in America. <laughs> America. America. Thanks, America. Thanks, Mark. Mark. All right, we got to wrap it up for tonight. Um, I appreciate you guys participating. Love you, mean it. We'll see you soon. Peace. All right.